Hey everyone, this is Fraser with The Agent Marketer and I want to welcome you to episode 11 of The Agent Marketer podcast and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is going to be a bit of an episode, a bit of an episode um, and before I get into it, I just want to thank real quick uh, our podcast sponsor and that's Social Survey. They are an awesome reputation management service. Uh, you can check them out at socialsurvey.com. I uh, really love those guys and they really are doing some game-changing social proof technology for uh, the real estate and mortgage industry. So highly recommend checking them out. Now let's get into it. Uh, for the last week and a half, I've been uh, traveling, well, basically traveling the Western states from uh, Arizona and Washington and Utah, um, talking to agents, title, lenders, builders, and everyone in between about what's happening in this industry right now. And um, from that, you know, from my experience and the feedback I've been getting after my talks for the last week and a half, um, it really laid the foundation for what I wanted to do in this episode. I actually had something different planned, but the message has been so clear to me from the people I've been talking to over the last week and a half um, I just decided I have to do this. And it's so, you know, to get into it, if you've read the description, I'll just say it right now, it's going to be about relationship marketing and content marketing, but it's also going to be kind of a framework of, of, of how I'm looking at the industry right now, what I'm seeing and what I think people are going to need. So over the last week and a half, I was, uh, I, I was speaking for my friends at Chicago title up in Everett, Washington. Um, also speaking with uh, the Fidelity National Financial family of brands at their sales rally in Arizona, uh, Fairway uh, Lending, or sorry, Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, um, and talking with their Southwest branch, uh, and great people over there. And I talked about different things in each, in each one. One was about kind of my social media day presentation for real estate. Other was voice marketing. Other one was... Um, kind of overall social media strategy, but also content strategy. So I'm going to just kind of put everything together in this podcast to kind of let you know where I think people's focus needs to be. And, uh, and again, based off of the feedback that I've gotten from all, again, this is the industry, right? We're all part of the industry, but different segments, right? Title, real estate, builders, um, uh, lenders, right? So, so with that, um, I'm going to start with this. One is understanding what we're going through right now. And in past episodes, I've talked about it as far as like the culture shift, the, the shift that we're, we are as a, as a people. And the one thing where I, I talked about in each one of the sessions was understanding that where we are now in 2018 is as a culture. And I'm just going to break it down to, I mean, it's really worldwide when it comes down to it, but I'm going to break it down just to, to America is that we're now comfortable with living an online life, right? Doing online banking, DoorDash, Venmo, all of that. And the last 12 years has been um, people getting comfortable with that. And uh, the stuff I've uh, spoke about before. And now we're here. And so what I think people's mindset needs to stop being is getting that instant ROI lead, people that are making that buying decision because there's only 5 million transactions that go on. I mean, last year was a little bit over 5.5 real estate transactions. But then if you look at the leads, the leads were over 135 million that were sold to the industry that had zero chance of closing, right? And when you look at actually how many transactions that were going on. And what, what my premise is when I'm, I'm talking to everybody is that, look, we need to get back 
to giving content to the consumers that they actually care about because in the end, if you get them to opt into your newsletter or fill out a form or you get them in their network based off of the content that you're doing, that's a lead, right? That's a lead. Why are you going out wearing the t-shirts, right? Or why are you branding places? Why are you doing the BNI groups? Why are you doing the, the lunch and learns? Why are you doing any of this stuff, right? Because you hope that eventually you're going to find someone getting in front of them at the right time when they're in, when they're in like the selling position mode, right? If they want, want to sell their house or, or buy a house, right? You want them to be in that purchasing decision as a consumer. But it doesn't happen every day. People do not buy and sell real estate every single day. And I'm talking about a singular person, right? They buy or they sell their house. And then you see them again in five to nine years based off of, you know, average time in a house, right? When they make that transaction. And so when, when you think about that and realize that, look, you're not always going to reach someone at the right time. But if you build a big enough network based off of content marketing, the content marketing that you're doing and that having a foundation in relationship marketing, which we'll get into both of these. So you guys understand exactly what I'm talking about, because this is something that a lot of people don't do, which again is an opportunity for you, for people that decide that they actually want to execute because, and I say this in every single one of my talks, 90% of the people I'm talking to right now aren't going to do a damn thing about it. They're not going to execute. They're not going to do anything. It's look, we're in 2018. This isn't the first podcast you guys listened to on marketing. This isn't the first event you went to on social media talking about you should be doing Facebook ads or being um, active on social media in general or Instagram, LinkedIn, right? This isn't the first time you guys have heard this stuff, hopefully, right? Um, and, and I did that. I, I did it at my last session. I, I had everyone raise their hand. I said, how many times have you been these things? How many times do you need to be told this? I mean, it hasn't changed, right? It hasn't been changed. I've been doing this stuff since 2012. We're talking six years later. This is not new stuff, people, right? But 90% won't execute on it. 5% will. The other 5% will try it for a little bit and then, you know, won't get instant uh, ROI and we'll just decide, no, nah, not going to do it. It's not working. Try one Facebook ad. It doesn't work. And so I'm done. Yep, I'm done. So that's an opportunity for you guys listening. I am begging you to execute and stick with it. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Stick with it and you will succeed. I guarantee you. Why? Because it's so much opportunity because 90% of the people won't do a damn thing. And we all agree this is important. This is important, right? So let's get back to what I actually talk to these people about, okay? So one thing that I base everything off of when it comes to content marketing is the relationship, right? And you may have, if you followed me on my channels, um, you know, I may have said this on a previous podcast before, but you don't want the deal. You want the relationship. And that's the difference between getting a $5,000 deal and $150,000 lifetime value, right? You want the customer lifetime value. You will only get that if you give them a great experience. And that starts with the relationship and relationship marketing obviously plays a key role in that. And then when I'm talking about content, I, I have a thing that I call the three L's, right? And that is the foundation of how you should be building your content, right? And we could get into where you go to find the content, but the three L's are like, love, and live. And it's basically the consumer, what they like, what they love, and where they live. Because in the end, you need to have their attention. You need to have their interest and you're only going to get those things if you talk about things that they like, things that they love and where they live because that's what they care about, right? 
They don't care about your bond market charts, right? They don't. Even when they're in the transaction, they don't care about that. They don't care about market updates all the time, right? Especially if, especially if they're past clients. Do you think they give a shit about market updates? Sorry, try, try not to cuss too much on that. But do you think they give a crap about the market updates if they bought and sold from you recently? No, they don't, right? And that's what we all do. The industry is so bent on, on the set it and forget it mentality sending out the templated automated crap, right? It's in October. So what are we sending out, right? We're sending out cleaning out your gutters. We're sending out, here's the pumpkin pie recipe. You know, here's these things. Instead, what you should be sending out are things that they actually would care about, right? Like pumpkin patches, right? It, in that market, what are the top 10? What are the top five? Because guess what? Families like that stuff. Kids love it. And it's about where they live. So you're actually checking. You only should check one L, just to get them interested, but you're actually checking all three on that one, right? You're checking all three on that one and you're focusing on stuff that they actually care about. You do not. And this is a, if you hear anyone else tell you that they're absolutely wrong, you do not have to base your content on what you do, right? If I'm following you on Facebook or Instagram and you're a loan officer or you're an agent, I get that you're a real estate agent. I get that you're a loan officer. So I don't have to listen to see just listings, just sold, just sold over this, just sold over that, the humble brag stuff, right? There's times and places for that. Don't get me wrong, but I see too many and we know it, right? Like, let's be honest with each other. Go online, follow other agents, follow other lenders and you'll see, right? So they're throwing out a new flyer on Instagram and Facebook where they don't belong because flyers don't resonate on those channels. And that's not what people go to those channels for to look at flyers. So stop that right now. Um, they go there for interesting content, right? They go there for interesting content and it's not about your flyers and it's not about new bond programs and it's not about rates, right? It's not about that. It's about what can you tell them in the market? Every single person, and this again is not new. Gary V talks about it all the time, has talked about it for years, did a keynote on that at Inman in 2016 about being the digital mayor of your town and that's it, right? Online talk community, build community, because every single person, if you send out the top 10 pumpkin patches, if you would like to know more things that are happening in your community, sign up for my newsletter. That is a lead, right? That is a lead for you. And there's gonna be plenty of people that disagree with me, but here, let, let's, 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 let's back it up a little bit for, so for those of you that know who Chris Smith is, the founder of Curator, right? He just recently released a, a blog post article, whatever you want to call it about uh, sales, salespeople being dead. Right. And I don't agree hundred percent with everything that he said in there, but about 95, 90 to 95%. I agree with it. I have no problem with anything he said, no problems with it, but I only agree without 90, 95%. But here's what it is, is that I have all these people that don't want to do these things that are saying, or trying to basically debate or even argue with me about why it's not important or, you know, social media and things like that. But look, why are you even here? right? It's because everything that you've been doing up to this point, the last five years are not effective anymore, right? I, I, I've actually had this argument with a loan officer and she was telling me that she needs help because what she's doing isn't working anymore. But then yet wanting, wanted to argue and debate with me on the merits of doing social media marketing, right? There's a reason, right? It, so like the hardcore closing tactics, like the hardcore closers out there, God bless you guys. Keep doing it. You know, keep doing the good fight. Keep, keep rocking it. That's great. If it's working for you, awesome. But guess what? You know, as well as I do, 
that they weren't that those tactics are not as effective today as they were five years ago. And Chris Smith article lays it out perfectly, right? And he and he has credibility because he used to be that guy. He used to be that boiler room guy, right? He used to be that screaming reco at the top of his lungs, doing all the cells, the hardcore tactics, right? He was that guy and he's saying, look, that's just not effective anymore. The things that I coach, the things that I talk about in the agent marketer and coach to our members is about things that work also in the here and now that aren't hardcore, hardcore closing tactics that are more long lead nurture, more relationship building, more community building, but they'll work today. And guess what? They'll work next year and the year after and the year after, because that's where we're going. That's where we're going as, as, as a society, as a culture, as consumers, that's where we're going. Look, look at the Amazon experience that we all know. And I think we could all agree that people like the Amazon experience. It's a good experience. It's efficient. It's cost effective. It meets what they want, right? It saves people time. Amazon does not do any of those hardcore closing tactics and all these other companies coming into play, all these new services, Lyft, Uber, all these other things that are part of that whole digital ecosystem that we're living every single day do not do that either, right? And so when you start coming at them like that, you're beating them into submission with, you know, constant calling and stuff like that. Good. Again, God bless you. But guess what? People are sick of that and it's becoming less effective. And in a year, it'll be even less effective. And a year after that, and a year after that, we're talking about today and getting ready for the, getting ready for the future. The industry's changing. Players are coming in. You know, you got OfferPad, you got OpenDoor, you got Knock, you got Zillow buying a mortgage company. You got Zillow doing some real estate now with the iBuyer stuff. You got, um, Amazon that I talked about will eventually be going in here. If you're a lender, you also got eight, you got, you got real estate shops, you got Keller mortgage, right? So you got Keller Williams having a mortgage arm. You have Remax with the mortgage arm. So these, the, the industry has changed. It's evolving. There's nothing wrong with any of this. And in my, in my view, and you may not agree on this either, but I'm not here to make you agree with me. I'm here to just telling you what I think it is. And I think if you look at the track record of since I started doing this stuff and talking about what I'm talking about today, six, year, six years ago, you'll understand that, you know, for the most part, I've been right, you know, and that's not what this is about. It's about me having a passion a deep passion for this industry and for those that really love this job, that love being an agent, love being a loan officer, love being entitled and want to be in this business for legacy. And I want to help them be in this business for legacy, right? Either through my coaching or somebody else's coaching, pointing them to somebody else that can help them. I don't care as long as they're doing what needs to be done because we need to lift up an entire, uh, an entire industry that has a shitty perception. It just does. Google it. Google it right now, right? Pause this podcast, open up a browser, Google, why are real estate agents or why are realtors so, and don't finish it. Just see what Google pops up automatically. And you know, every single thing is going to be negative. Why are mortgages so, and then leave it blank and everything that's going to pop up, it's going to be negative, right? Because there's a bad perception of what we do a very bad perception of what we do. And I did this at my events and everyone was like, like they couldn't believe it, right? Like they couldn't believe it, but they could believe it, right? You know, it's like, you know, they were shocked, but at the same time, not surprised. It's a bad perception, right? So we're already fighting an uphill battle. So it's time to do marketing different. It's time to do relationships different. It's time to do businesses different because again, going back to the Amazon experience that consumers like, right? And again, this is what this episode is about, is helping you, your content, focus on the three L's, like, love, and live. 
People are going to be interested in that. They, they opt into your newsletter because you're going to provide a more uh, good content. You're going to be doing more videos, doing more awareness. You're not going to just start on Facebook and start vomiting ads at people. Build some awareness of your brand, of your face, of your voice. Do podcasts. Do flash briefings. It's all free, right? Other than the paid advertising, it's all free. Everything I'm telling you, you can do for free. You could write blogs on Medium. You could do videos on YouTube. It doesn't cost you anything to build a brand. It does not. Well, I mean, let me take it back. It costs you a few bucks to register a domain for branding and, and stuff like that. But, but you know, to be who you are, to be authentic, to be someone that someone wants to work with, someone that knows, likes, and trusts you, that doesn't cost you a thing, right? And again, tremendous opportunity because 90% of people won't do it. Right now, in my opinion, it is the best time to be in this industry because there's no gatekeepers, because you can start from nothing and build a great brand. It's taken me two years to do that, uh, two years to get on people's radars so I could get coaching, right? So I could help people, so I could speak at events, you know, and I'm not, you know, so I'm not getting paid for these things. I'm, I'm paying my own dime to do it because I want to help people, right? And it helps get my brand out there too, so it, it does cost a little money on, on my regard, right? In my regard. But again, it's about doing the things you can that's going to make you stand out. Canned and automated stuff is what everyone's getting. You're not the only vendor in that consumer's life. So they're using canned and automated stuff too and sending out generally the same messages. And as a consumer, you're probably going to have interaction with one or more realtor right? Or one or more lender. And we, you know, in the industry, we tend to use the same system. So then they're, they're getting the same content and that's not going to build relationships. And if you're a lender, look, you're not the only lender in that agent's life. And then if you're a lender, you're also using the same marketing systems that every other lender is, is, uh, is using give or take, right? You know, cause there's a few main players and you're not doing any personalization. You're not you're not trying to speak the commonality, right? To try to identify with someone and let them identify with you. So you're just doing that and just throwing that out there. And so agents, and I know because they're sending it to me, right? You know, my friend, Dustin Brome, the massive agent podcast, a little shout out there to him, check out his podcast. We did a, we did a panel in Dallas uh, for a housing wire uh, talking about lender and realtor relationships. And he says the same thing. He's like, and, and we, he shows me the messages that he gets. All of them are the same. All of them are, hey, give me something. Never giving anything to the agent. And then, then you're going to bombard them with a bunch of crap that they don't care about, an automated canned email. You're, I'm telling you guys, if you, if you follow what I'm talking about, you're going to stand out. I have created scripts for loan officers to get, to get business from agents. And agents were like, wow, that was the most personalized email I've ever gotten. True story. That's a true story most personalized email they've ever gotten from a lender, right? And they've been in the business for 20 years. That should say something to the, to the state of marketing in our industry, right? And if you're a lender, there's a ways to build uh, your business with agents by providing value, uh, you know, like going on uh, LinkedIn and understanding that B2B, guess what? They also buy and sell real estate just because it's LinkedIn doesn't make it any different from Facebook. You could still put value on there. You don't have to share your listings. You don't have to do that stuff, right? I'm saying there's a time and place for it. I'm just saying you don't have to do only that. If you focus 80% of your content on things that people, that, that things people actually care about that matter to your market, to your audience, 
you will get way more leads than if all you do is throwing out lead ads and buying leads and stuff like that. And, and what are you going to do when those leads dry up, right? And where they get more expensive, right? Or you hit a dip and you can't spend as much. When you take your marketing destiny in your hands, you control all the levers, you control all their budget, you control all the messaging and you turn it on or off. You, you place the bets on the winning strategy as you see fit. That's the difference. You control your data, you do all this stuff. The reason why I'm so worked up about this is because of the last week and a half talking with these people because every single person is nervous. They want more information. How do I do this? I need help. Can you just show me how to do these things? Absolutely. That's what I'm there for to do that. Join the agent marketer, right? This isn't a plug. I don't sell it. If you guys have listened to my stuff, watch my content, I don't sell the agent marketer. You know it. If you don't know it, I'll say, yes, I'm the founder of the agent marketer. It's a marketing, coaching, and training platform. And that is there to help you. That's a paid service, but I don't sell it, right? I'm just mentioning it because that's what I do. But I go to these events, I talk to people. If you've been following me any length of time, you know I do these videos, these walkthroughs all for free. I have stuff on YouTube, stuff on Facebook Live, Instagram, LinkedIn especially. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the things that I'm telling you now. This podcast doesn't cost any money. You can take what I just said, the pumpkin patch idea, as a template and start thinking about your local market and the three L's and what else can you do? What other blog posts, what other things you could do, right? Now, some people need visual and some people need handholding. Again, that's what the agent marketer is for. And that's what other coaching programs are for. Other people, Katie Lance has a, uh, has a Get Social Smart Academy. That works too, right? Other people have other real estate and mortgage coaching, marketing and stuff like that. There, it's all, there's a lot out there to choose from. Just use one, right? Use mine, use theirs. I don't care. I want you to succeed. And quite honestly, and it's going to sound a little a little harsh, but you know, this is a good thing for the industry to weed out the people that don't want to put in the work, that don't want to treat this a profession like you do, because it's not fair to you guys. It's not fair for the work that you put in, right? It's not fair for the the the, the part timers or the people that don't really care that give a shitty experience, because that hurts all of us. That hurts the industry. It brings the everybody down. It brings everybody down when that happens. So I don't ever want to see anyone lose their job. Right. But it, you know, you know, if, if, if I'm giving you, you know, if the, if the building's on fire and let's just be honest with everything that's happening, the building is on fire, our industry, the way of doing business, it's changing, it's adapting. We're giving you the fire escape. We're giving you the ladder down, right? We're giving you the ways to get down. If you decide that you don't want to jump on, you know, the cushion, right? If you don't want to jump, if you want to jump with building into safety, into the net and all that other stuff, but you would instead, decide that you want to jump into the dumpster full of broken glass and, and nuts and bolts and stuff like that, then, then that's on you, right? You got nobody to blame but yourself because you decided that you wanted to do your own thing. That is on you, right? And again, don't want to see anyone lose their job, but guess what? This is just what happens when, when industries change and it's not going back. And hopefully you've stayed with me this entire time. Hopefully you haven't clicked me off and said, you know what? This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I've been helping agents and loan officers for a long time and I'm, and I've been doing it as a coach for a few months now as that full time, because before I was working at a mortgage lender doing, you know, CMO, CIO and CSO work. And, you know, it's, I, I see it. I see it as, as plain as day of all the things that are happening and it keeps happening every single day. It gets more and more um, relevant to the conversation at hand. 
And even tonight, um, I saw someone post in one of our Facebook groups about how they're, you know, really concerned about what's happening. So they're checking out, um, podcasts for content marketing ideas and things of that nature. That's it. The number one driver in this business for growth is going to be marketing and not just this business, every industry, every vertical marketing, marketing is going to be important. Marketing is going to be the main driver of your growth in real estate and mortgage. And I'll tell you why is because of messaging, right? Is because who cares if you have the most, if do you have the lowest rates, who cares, right? Who cares if they can't find you? Did you just sell a, a house in, in 20 minutes? Fantastic. What if nobody saw it? What if nobody knows about you, knows your name or knows that you do that, right? Before you could tell me any of that stuff, you have to have my attention and you're not getting my attention unless you're doing modern marketing and you're on social media as a modern consumer. I'm a Gen Xer, right? And I had a good, I had a, 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 the good fortune of spending some time with, um, you know, some millennials and some others this weekend and, and finding out where do they go for reviews? Where do they go to find people, the vet people to check them out, to get business and it's nowhere flyers. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that, right? But yet everyone's going to tell you you need those things, right? And I'm not saying that they aren't good to have and there isn't a certain segment of the audience that still appreciates that. Fantastic. It's not like we don't have access to that. Everyone does. We all have access to the flyers and all the traditional methods, direct mail and stuff like that because some of it still works. I'm not an absolutist and I will never say that those things don't work because they do. They work in some markets, they work with some audiences and that's great. The thing is, is that you cannot have, if it's not broke, it don't fix mentality, right? Because what happens is that breeds complacency. And then when, and then when, and as we all can agree that those other older traditional methods become less and less, less and less effective and you haven't been taking any time to be coached, you know, you got to be coachable. You're not taking any time to learn. You're not taking any time to basically diversify the way that you do your marketing and get leads and get business. Then that's going to be a problem, right? Because you think, oh, well, it's working. It's not, pro- well, what are you going to do when it doesn't work? Then you're going to have to take time to learn how to do something else. When you could take that time now, why the other stuff's still working and then increase your business because you're diversifying because everything I'm talking about will absolutely get you more business. It absolutely will. Just like Sending out flyers gets you business if you're using it. I know people that do, that send out flyers, that send out mailers, the postcards, that farm, that, that do work. But they all tell me it's not working as well as it used to. And so they are doing Facebook advertising. They are on Instagram. They are doing LinkedIn. They are doing uh, you know, landing pages and doing blogs and podcasts and stuff like that because they're smart to d- diversify because nothing lasts forever. And that's what we're in right now. You need to adapt with what's happening. Everything I'm saying is pretty obvious and it's a lot of common sense in it, right? Like this isn't some episode that's just like, oh, oh, wow, I never even understood that, right? Like we all know what's happening. It's just admitting that it's happening and being brave enough to do the change. Everything I'm talking about is not super simple, right? You know, it's simple to me because I've been doing it for years, right? But it took, it takes time. I was not comfortable on Facebook or when I tried to tried and did, you know, Snapchat a few years ago, which actually, you know, ended up really helping my business out. Um, but you know, I, it takes, you know, change is hard. It's hard to do something you don't understand. It's hard to do something that you're not comfortable with that you haven't done a whole bunch of times. Take the time now, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully it resonates with you and hopefully you'll take the time to learn something new, 
to really take what I said to heart and understand that everything that I'm saying is, is out of a, uh, out of a want to see you succeed, to do better, to be in a good position, to go out there, create, create meaningful content that consumers want. Use Google. And I, I mentioned that a while ago that I'd let you know, go to Google, type in a question about um, things in your market, type in a question about how to get a mortgage, type in a question about how to sell your house. When you do that, scroll down on Google. When you do that, scroll down on Google and you will see that Google tells you this is what people are asking for. And guess what? That's the data they have for their 3.5 billion searches a day is right there. And it's telling you this is what a majority of consumers are asking. If you can answer those questions, and there's like four or five of them, there's your blog post, there's your podcast, there's your flash briefing. That's what they're actually looking for as it relates to the industry. And when you click the little down arrow, right, you click the little down, down arrow next to them, then you get like three more questions and then three more questions and three more. You have an unlimited supply of content that you can do about what people actually are wanting to know and relates to, as it relates to mortgage and real estate. And then you could do the same thing for meaningful content in your community. Look for what the, if people have put together a top 10 list of local Instagrammers, local businesses, local food trucks, local hamburger places, local steakhouses, local seafood, local sushi, pumpkin patches, make it relevant to what's happening now. If you're in a place that it snows, what are the, what are the best snow parks, right? A lot of people don't do these lists or if they do them, they do them kind of, you know, fair weather and, and, and they can be approved on do your own. No one ever said you, they can only have one, right? And Google will tell you exactly what people are actually searching for in your market. Favorite, like where I'm in Salt Lake, favorite things to do in Salt Lake. And I'll see what Google comes up and I can see what other people are asking. And if I don't see any meaningful content as an answer to those questions, then there's my YouTube video. There's my blog post because I know people are act and people buy a large amount because Google's telling you what the most people are searching for that. I know they're looking for that info. And then again, that's the content and that's how you get them into subscribing to your newsletter. And then eventually you could throw that right hook. Eventually you could do those conversion ads because over time they've seen your face, they've heard your voice, they know, like, and trust you. And you can ask for that business just like, any good advisor should mortgage or real estate. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I hope you guys hung with me. Like I said, this was going to be a different type of episode, a special kind of episode, but, uh, and it wasn't the one that I planned on doing, but just after the last week and a half, I know these are the things that are important. And I know these are the things that agents, lenders, title, all of you guys need to understand because the times are changing and we need to adapt and we need to do better on our marketing and you will have success if you execute on these, I promise you. So I hope you guys had a great time on this podcast. I hope you guys will go and check out, if this is your, the first time listening to me, I hope you guys will go back and check out uh, some of the other podcasts that I've done. And uh, as always, I hope you guys have an awesome day.